Chaldeans. We're here with uh, Nebras Joseph Aboud. Thank you. Uh, previously known as the Wacky Iraqi. Formerly known as. Formerly known as the Wacky Iraqi. But I come in peace. I come uh, in peace. Yeah. All right, good. Thank God. <laughs> um, I have Junior Binu here, of course, as always. Hello. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, Nebras's uh, life journey. Uh, his uh, comedic experiences, his travels, all all that good stuff. It's been a roller coaster. So, why don't you introduce yourself? Well, my name is Nebras Joseph Aboud Al Qasmicha. To be technical, in case some of my cousins are out there listening, saying, "Why didn't you say Qasmicha?" You, yeah. you know how we all have like multiple last names. Oh yeah, we got them. Uh, so a shout out to all my Chaldeans. too. Marhaba. Very good. Very <laughs> good. Um, but yeah, uh, basically, I'm just really happy to be here and have this opportunity to connect with Chaldeans and um, it's uh, looking forward to this uh, podcast. Um, basically born and raised in Detroit. Yep. Um, parents came here from Baghdad, Iraq, I think the late 60s. And at a really young age, I caught the uh, entertainment bug. Um, you guys remember breakdancing back in the day? Of course. Sure. Okay. Well, I still do it once in a while. <laughs> 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 well, you remember my brother, yep. uh, yeah, the wow. Mad Bull. Yep. Well, he had a little uh, breakdancing troupe, and uh, we the all... The Majors? Yeah, all those guys. The yeah. Majors, all. We had a whole, like, it was a whole gang of us, and um, we called this place called the Birmingham Dance Academy. We called them every day. Do you guys teach breakdancing? Do you guys teach <laughs> breakdancing? They're like, no. All we teach is, you know, jazz, ballet. So we kept calling every day. So my brother's like, listen, have all your friends at school call this place every day. <laughs> we're calling. We're bombarding them for a week after we're calling. So one day, one Saturday, we took our cardboard and yeah. our boom box and our, of our, all of our... Uh, matching puma outfits Gear, yep. and we started dancing in front of this uh, dance school neighborhoods came out a bunch of people came out crowd gathered owner of the dance studio comes out and says you guys know how to teach this stuff we're like yeah she's like you're hired she hired <laughs> us we, we we hustled our first job and i was uh in the sixth grade teaching break dancing nice. and that was my first uh, taste of entertainment and i haven't looked back since <laughs> the rest is history as they say <laughs> all right well let's let's go let's talk about history so okay. so after the break dancing what did you do next well um Went through school, graduated from Groves. Um, anyone, anyone you want to shout out from Groves? Groves, oh man, the list is too long. But all my close homies, you know, all, you know, the Kassab family, the Doshis, um, the Babidis. Gosh, there's so many to name, man. Nice. Uh, uh, all the Chaldeans, like all my cousins, basically hide in my family. Oh wait, they might be at the casino right now. Yeah. Uh, can someone page MGM <laughs> and say, say shout out to my? I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, did that. Then went to OCC. Uh, Oakland Community College, which we used to say uh, o only chance, only, only chance college, only Keldian yeah. College, only Keldian. <laughs> there you go. Um, Back then, it was yeah. it was little little truth to that. <laughs> yeah, and got into photography right about that point too. Um, started working for a real famous Michigan photographer named Leo Knight. Okay. Oh yeah, was working for Leo Knight Photography. Yeah, what an yeah. experience that was. Boy. He's on, he was on Twelve in the Northwestern. Right? Yeah, yeah, him and then his yeah. um, his uh, younger protege David Deutsch took over. Yep. I was David Deutsch's personal assistant for many years. And then from there, started working at star shows and star tracks. Oh, nice. Um, doing uh, little DJ work, got in a little bit of entertainment work, even the, worked in their, in their dance troupe. Yeah. And then I fell into their photography department and editing. And then I started moonlighting, doing my own little weddings on the side. So, man, I got into photography, editing, dancing. 
I was all I was all over the place. And then man. when did you bounce out to the West Coast? I would say '98. Um, I had this bug to go out there to try to pursue filmmaking. Uh, was um, had a lot this, of bugs in your life. Yeah, man. Um, but you know what? <laughs> um, I don't mind having multiple fo- like multiple projects because that's that's my focus. All right, that's Some awesome. people think that you should focus on one thing, but for me, just like other people I see in the industry who are pretty well to do, mm-hmm. they have multiple focuses, and yeah. I, I, I love them all, man. As long as, yeah. long, as, long as you can maintain those yeah. folks yeah not overwhelmed yeah. no yeah. you never want to be yeah. a jack of all trades and a master of none. exactly exactly so. and, and, and i prospered pretty good i i got into you know photography was really well you know dancing was really was a lot of fun all in in uh, you know? in out in california um yeah in california basically when i got out there um what I part was, of cali by the way i went to hollywood stayed with my sister in glendale for a while god bless her heart let me you know help me save a lot of money out there it's nice and um, I was trying to push this uh, project. It was a documentary I was working on. I was trying to make it a film about my best friend's life story. Mm-hmm. And while I was out there, I started dabbling in stand-up comedy. And it was during the height of the Iraq War. And it just things, you know, blew up, <laughs> no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was doing the Wacky Iraqi was born. And all of a sudden, I was getting gigs and traveling. I got interviewed by Hustler Magazine and worked with Snoop Dogg on MTV for a brief stint. What and, was that What was uh, that all about, working with Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg, oh, he had a crazy show called Doggy Fizzle Televizzle. It got, <laughs> got canceled out the first episode. It was just a corny, he just did like skits and crazy stuff, and I played this like Middle Eastern student from Iraq. I was like, hello, my friend, very good. You <laughs> know, but it was, it was on MTV, it was like, it was, that was my claim to fame, so. Can, can you get into the wacky Iraqi character for us for a minute? He was basically a combination of my dad and all my uncles, at a wedding, drunk. <laughs> let's, let's hear a little bit of it. Yeah, I, I might, I might remind you of a relative. Hey, very good, my friend. You mother son of guns. Can I, can I swear? Can yeah, I swear? of course. You yeah. mother of bitches. I kick you in your ass. You mother of bitch. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was, that's a taste of it. But uh, I've, I've retired him. So I, I, if I do the character, I'm going to do it with respect to our culture. Okay. Because I used to feel like I was doing it disrespectfully, but. You made I, me kind of think about it, you know. Yeah, I don't think you that. Know. Yeah, I don't think it was anything disrespectful. No. no. Yeah. But I, but I'm really, but I'm really careful how I'm going to approach it though. Next, you know, it's well, going to be a new evolution of that nice. character. When you do it in, you know? in clean fun, it's different because mm-hmm. if you take a look at major comedian um, artists like, take Chappelle. Yeah. Chappelle bombarded his culture, you know, with with, with with with. I mean, even though they say some of the higher ups got to him because he was overly doing it, we don't know how true that rumor is. But at the end of the day. I, I, He's still an icon. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, I'm saying you found comedy in something. That's yeah. like saying like um, there's the uh, comedian that has um, a short arm. Um, I've seen. He's got like very okay. small hand. He's got like a disability. Okay. He was just straight tearing it up, but more or less it was comical about his own disability and disabilities. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Being so. self-deprecating has always been a great source of comedy. You know, um, so I don't disagree with that. I I guess I guess my problem I had was personally I felt. I was asking myself, am I honoring my father and my mother by doing this character and doing the jokes I'm doing? Maybe if I alter them slightly, I think I'll honor them better. Yeah, that's fine. So I mean, may, well, maybe well, you're, maybe an older, you're an older version of your younger yeah. self, that's all. I guess yeah. it's just evolving. And I'll be it's honest, just evolution, yeah. I used to hide behind the character. I want to show the world the real me. Yeah. Because I think I'm much funnier. <laughs> At least I'm funnier looking is what I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but uh, let's keep that the secret. Thanks. Yeah. How, <laughs> how many uh, shows were you doing on average when you were peeking at your, or when you were coming up on your wacky, Iraqi character? Oh, my God. Character? During like, those days in Hollywood, I was going out to the club every night. 
Okay. I'd go to the comedy store, the Laugh Factory, the Improv. Would you, wherever get, a set? I get. Would you get a set? Every oh yeah, I would. Uh, if I didn't, I, I would. I would talk my way into a set. I would wait. Okay. I would try to get an open mic. I talked to a friend because a lot of my friends were getting into it, and people started getting a reputation. Hey, this Joey Wacky Wacky, hey, you know. What are some of the clubs that you played? Uh, Laugh Factory, Comedy Store, the Ice House. Mm -hmm. um, these are all iconic uh, yeah, comedy yeah. clubs. Um, no it, had the best time of my life out there, and I got really lucky and met a great um, comedic guy who is my mentor he's passed on his name was Vic Dunlop he was an old school comedian and he decided to to manage me oh nice and he saw something I mean he wanted to make me like the next Yakov Smirnoff remember yeah. him in the oh, 80s yeah, you know he wanted me the wacky Iraqi um and um we we got close man we 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 got meetings with ABC to actually pitch a um uh, a sitcom about a Middle Eastern family. It was called The Ahmeds, a dysfunctional Middle Eastern family living above a 7-Eleven. That's hilarious. <laughs> Problem is you got to shoot pilot for us, my friend. And yeah, uh, yeah. I said, I don't shoot pilots no more. <laughs> yeah, you're out of that game. <laughs> yeah. So Hollywood's crazy, man. I came back to Michigan. What up, Michigan? <laughs> were, you, go. were you making decent money as you were going along with it? So like, In the beginning, there's no money in comedy. Yeah. But I got really lucky and started getting paid gigs uh, like right. early on, okay. which is like nice. kind of like... Uh, pretty rare so yeah. like, if you don't mind me yeah. asking what's an average gig? <clears throat> just so if somebody's trying to do this right now they know like what what their pay base could oh be. my god it, it could be anywhere from 100 bucks to ten thousand bucks and it depends on the venue depends on how many tickets are sold it depends on so many variables sure it depends on experience it depends on your confidence you can go walk in and say hey i'm worth five thousand take it or leave it and yeah. they're like whoa, whoa okay yeah. i guess he's worth five thousand i'll write you <laughs> yeah. a check for five thousand yeah sure damn i should have said ten thousand you know yeah, right <laughs> it's all about confidence yeah. it, 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 you make up your price. What are you worth? Okay. Now, sometimes that's a deep question. Like, what are you worth? Right. You know, well, I'm, yeah, pri I, I I'm priceless. Think it was, uh, you know, uh, who was the uh, African American woman that got into it with Netflix about her her pricing? She was the heavier set one like a little that? bit, right? I can't think of the name. Yeah. I know who you're yeah, talking, I know about. You're talking I about. about. She was the heavier set. Had the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. She, I mean, she was blasting Netflix for trying to underpay her yeah and that's her fault for not working harder and be funnier yeah well you know? and get I a mean, better agent you know hey you yeah know, i more mean they, power to you yeah they made an offer and, yeah. and she she declined well you yeah. got to do good enough yeah. in order for you to have an agent yeah. on oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Right? Sure, so that sure. means your value has to be yeah. you know pretty absolutely because you're paying so, somebody yeah. else off yeah. to, so my, my first some of the... my first financial like money that came in with the comedy i made a deal with the owner of this uh, restaurant it was in or it was in orange county california it was away from hollywood yeah and we so we just made a deal uh, by saying, "Hey, give us a percentage of your total sales." They mm -hmm. agreed, yeah. you know. And um, I, was, I couldn't believe they said yes. I'm like, "All right." It's <laughs> like, "Wow." Yeah, so, you just put it out there. Because the I'm, I'm like, "What's your slowest until like Tuesdays?" I'm like, "All right, bet I'm going to fill this place up on Tuesday." And sure yeah. enough, we went to all the colleges around town and we, we marketed it back then. That was before Facebook, before yeah, Twitter, yeah. all yeah. that stuff. That we literally yeah, walked. Guerrilla marketing. Yeah, we yeah. literally walked on campuses, and my one friend would, would, would he would literally walk in before the professor would walk in, and be like, "Ladies and gentlemen." <laughs> no Margaritaville shit. Tuesday night taco night comedy would walk out and the teacher walking like who the, what the heck was that I mean we were like guerrilla marketing like That's you wouldn't great. believe yeah and yeah. so who were some of the uh, some of the bigger names that you uh, that you shared a stage with? oh gosh um, the winner of the last comic standing Dat Fan mm -hmm. um, he's really funny um, uh, Dr. Ken from the movie The Hangover mm -hmm. uh, I remember in the really really early days I think I went to a commercial audition with him before he, anyone knew who he was right. uh, hey, Dr. Ken if you're out there please take my call man I've been calling you yo <laughs> I could have had a character to save your show but anyway that's a long story it'd be nice um, if Dr. Ken was watching our show <laughs> you never know yeah, man of course hey I'll, I'll put it on my Facebook I'm still yeah. friends with him on Facebook All so right, awesome. uh, hopefully 
hopefully it's still him. You know, that was All before right. you know he became famous. So we'll see. Um, I, I I saw Robin Williams one time. I didn't get a t- chance to talk to him. I, I met Tim Allen once. The first time I ever performed the Laugh Factory, he performed. And I thought that was. Did so you guys cool. make a Mexican connection? Um, I told him I, I I was all starstruck. I'm like, ah, uh, I used to cut your lawn across <laughs> the, the street from your house, and he's like, great. I'm like, I'm like kicking myself. I'm like that's all I could have said, but you know, I was you know yeah. I got starstruck for a second. So yeah, it happens. It was interesting, but yeah, um, gosh, I, there was. Hollywood's crazy, man. There was so just all so kinds you went out there to study, and you did study out there. That's yeah, um, while I was out there, my, my comedy manager, Vic Dunlop, says, hey, while you're out here doing comedy, you better learn how to act in case you get a gig and w- when they want to sure. do a TV show about you. You yeah. better know how to act. So I'm like, right. hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> so I was at the time working in this photo studio. I'm like, you know what? Um, I got some extra money saved up. So I, uh, I went and applied to uh, the Lee Strasberg Theater Institute, and they're really expensive, but it was worth every penny. Okay. Um, uh, and then, luckily, I got some financial assistance. Um, you know who you are. Thank you to that special person. That's Great. Nice. Uh, I like to keep it confidential because <clears throat> they always wanted to be confidential. Um, but it was the best experience I ever had. It was amazing. Um, I got to work with talented actors from all over the world who probably today are somewhere in their home countries doing something big. Uh, it was an incredible experience. Um, I don't know if you remember the movie Godfather 2, um, Hoth Ryman or Hoth Ryman. Uh, Hyman Roth. Hyman Roth. That's yeah, Lee yeah. Strasberg. That was um, the method that he taught acting. And oh, um, yeah? his, his son had taken over the school and his wife. Really? And I met his, I worked with his wife. Um, and yeah, it was quite a legacy to be part of. Um, I mean, I get chills thinking about it. Like I, I, I worked with teachers who taught, you know, De Niro and uh, Al Pacino. And like wow. I was in those buildings hanging out with those guys. It was just an amazing, amazing experience. Uh, priceless. I, I, you, couldn't, you couldn't put a price on. And that's something you can apply in today's day no matter oh, how. Oh, yeah. Whether I'm doing sales, whether I'm doing a new business, whether, you know, because I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm always constantly doing something on it. Like my new side gig, you know, I'm, I'm flipping toys. You know, I, I, I'm into Star Wars. It's really? my passion. It's great. You know, you know, in this day and age, if you're broke, you're a loser because with the internet, you can crush it so easily. You could talk about or Smurfs and make 100000 a year talking about Smurfs. You're not a you loser. Know? You're just ill-informed. No, you're, you're a loser. You, you just need Go to on learn. Google and learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to be a tough coach if you're yeah. going to come in my arena. Go get informed. You know, yeah, get, go informed. get informed. You know? learn a Google's trade. a new mom. You got yourself a free form of business sitting yeah. at home. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, don't need tra- you don't need yeah. gas money. You don't need to travel. You don't need a wardrobe to go to work. You would be amazed what people throw away. In the yeah. garbage. Yeah. How much what, money have you made in your shirwale? In my shirwale? Yeah. My underwear? Like, yeah, well, in front of the computer in your shirwale. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> that was a good one. Man, um, well, because I'm a smart man and, and you never talk about money in public, uh, yeah. uh, uh, I'm under audit. I can't talk under, about okay, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Uh, no, but, un- Uncle but, Sam. But here's the thing. Um, if you really devote to something, even if you do it on the weekend, a side gig, I, I think you can easily make, if you really focus, you can make 50 to 100,000 a year easily just sure. flipping things yeah, that you're yeah. passionate about, whether it's coffee mugs, toys, yep. um, tea mugs, whatever you're into, what, yeah. whatever you're into. Some people are anti clocks, some people are into anti cameras. Whatever you know a little you bit know, about. Exactly. Do what you know. I love Star Wars, know. so yeah. I, I, buy, I like to buy and sell vintage like Legos, Star Wars. Uh, and, and the regular iconic toys, you know, all the Marvels, all the Disney stuff. I, I just How love long that have you stuff. been doing that? I just started it. Okay. Um, but but uh, I've always ha- had the passion of wanting to do it. Just but it's just again, it's just a, it's a side hustle. It's something I do on the side. Yeah. And, and it, it, extra income. Yeah. Nothing wrong with yeah. it. You always need yeah. Plan B, C, 
You never know. And right, on, right. And on there's top there's of that, you, never excuses. You're filling yeah. a void too, especially when you have places like Toys R Us that go out of business. Oh yeah. Or you know, yeah. they dropped down. the ball. That company dropped the ball. Oh yeah, they're coming yeah. back. Yeah, yeah they're well, yeah. little by little. Yep. Yeah. I, um, I believe uh, they still had some stores left in Canada. Yeah. But but coming back over here, they're gonna do like smaller set of stores. Mm-hmm. But at the yeah. end of the day, you're filling a, a void. Yeah. Which makes it um, which makes it good, especially if you have re- reliable. Yeah. Yeah, pricing and product. Exactly. You know, and you're saying like the internet is huge. Oh, the um, internet is changing the whole landscape. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, I, like I said, I don't mean to interrupt, but I will no. interrupt. But I wear many hats. Like I, I'm also into. I love uh, internet marketing, um, e-commerce, like the whole business of like internet and marketing and branding. I mean, this is something I'm learning a lot about. I've been following a guy named Gary V online. He, yep. He's super inspirational. Yeah. Um, and I'm. I want to. Be the Chaldean Gary V of our community is my goal. My goal, I want to, I want to try to give more than I can ever get. Yeah, You're so be the Nebraska. That's right. Well, uh, you know, then let's take it a step back. Sure. You want to be part of that guy in that in the, sure. in the community. So at the end of ni- the nineties, going into two thousand, mm-hmm. I remember hearing about you in the early two thousands. Okay, um, you know I. I think we may even have crossed and done a show together or something. Yeah, we may well, have, if, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> but It was the second run of My Cousin's Comedy Show, which I produced with uh, Paul Pauly. Jonah. Yay, Pauly. Um, and, and that whole crew. Yep. Um, we originally did the show at the, uh, at the Comedy Castle at Mark Ridley's. I had just got back from California. I had gotten a little buzz on the Internet. with I was kind of like YouTube famous in the Kellyan community, and we ended up doing a show. We sold out like three shows in a row. 500 seats each night. We did three shows yeah. in a row. And then we did a Southfield show. Yep. And we expanded hoops. it. And I yeah. believe you did a skit. Yep. That's I don't remember sure. the skit because I was yeah. in the back nervous. I was I, like, oh, no. Oh, trust <laughs> me. I was nervous, too. I, I was. Uh, we did something. Paulie called us, I think, last minute. So I remember. I, I believe uh, you were the closing act for yeah. us, I believe, that yep. night. So yeah. um, we, Paulie, Jonah, called us, Chris and I, Chris Abro, and said, can you guys just do something, pull something off? I said, sure. Now, to the guys who've never been on stage, he's like, hey, I wonder, I'm, think I'm funny. Tell me, is it different until you until you go on? When you got you can't explain when you that, got you? 500 <laughs> eyes looking at you, it's, uh, it's not it's the actually same. Actually, a thousand. We're at the uh, because yeah, you have yeah, 500 yeah. people. Yeah, 500 people. So <laughs> you do your right. So when we you got, got we got a mathematician yeah, over yeah. here. <laughs> I stand, well, what if I'm four eyes? Yeah, I, got I stand corrected. Yeah, <laughs> they may have been more than a thousand, yeah, but yeah. when you got all those eyes staring at you yeah. and the lights are beaming at you and you're up there. I mean, your punchline sitting in front of five people and stood in front of 500 people are totally <laughs> yeah. different. Yeah, totally But that, that was fun because we were, we were with a group of people on stage. But doing yep. stand-up, you're alone. When you, if you screw up, if you bomb, you're by yourself. You have no one to blame oh, yeah. but you. So it's kind of fun. I, I'm actually thinking about going back into sketch comedy because uh, it, it's fun because you can bounce off each other. And uh, it's something I'm thinking about. So if my cousin Navarro is listening, I might come down and check out your stuff. And Who's Navarro's? She's one of my uh, first cousins, and she's doing um, a lot of uh, sketch comedy and improv. Where at? Um, I forget the name of the venue. She's gonna kill me. Oh gosh, you somewhere in Ferndale. Okay, somewhere in Ferndale. Ferndale. Yeah, there's a big there's a big uh, artist community out there that do a lot of like improv and uh, live shows, and uh, they're doing some fantastic stuff out there. It's not the uh, so, the magic bag, is it? I want to. I can't remember the name. I'm so Ferndale? sorry. Um, yeah, I think there's there's the magic I can't bag remember. there. Oh, she's gonna kill me. There's another actor's little. Yeah, that whole corridor there. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot of art happening down there, so I need there, to go down and check it out. A lot more open, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be able to freely do things. Yeah. Now, they, yeah. she, do they sell tickets to her event? I believe so. Yeah. Um, you know what? What I'll do is, if you guys find me when this finally airs, I'll put some links on my Facebook. Okay. On the yeah. links and then. And we'll throw stuff. it in the uh, description yeah. here cool, too, definitely, just to for give sure. her a plug. Yeah. 
Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, Navira Naimi. Yeah. So how many years after you moved back over here, after you did a few of those shows with Paulie and all the other stuff, how many years did you continue here in Michigan under Wacky Iraqi, and then what transitioned you from that to where you are today? I'd say I, Wacky Iraqi started in the after probably after from nine eleven to about a year a year and a half ago. I okay. ended him. Okay. What yeah. was the reason that you finally got to that point? Um, just wanted to make sure I wasn't being self racist, and maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. I'm just reanalyzing it. So much life experience has happened to me, so I want to use my life experience to come mm -hmm. up with whole new material instead of just repeating the same jokes over and over again, which are fun at first, but time has changed. The war's, you know, that war's sure. done. Yeah, so I yeah. feel the act's got to change. Now, some sure. comedians will do the same act over and over again, and, and it's okay, it works, but mine, I feel like some people will say you had kind of like a shelf life comedy. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, the war's over. Okay, now what? Well, I got to evolve, you know? Um, I'm, I've had some new health choices in my life. I'm now vegan, so I might change my name to the Chaldean vegan comedian. Who knows? I yeah. don't know. Can, can you, <laughs> you know? can you kind of touch on why you went vegan? And, and um, is that is that too health, personal? Health, or? Well, I don't I don't mind talking about it. I'll keep it like I'll keep it simple. Um, I learned a lot about health. I watched a movie called What the Health. It changed my whole mindset about how I look at everything. Um, when you learn some truths, for me at least, your brain can't undo it. Once I learned something that isn't good for you, and I don't know all the science behind it, but there's a lot of uh, data out there that you could follow up on to back up the science, what I'm talking about. I learned some truths about what we're eating. You know, the standard American diet, which they call the SAD diet, is <laughs> extremely horrible for us, yeah, cancer-causing, sure. um, diabetes-causing, heart disease-causing, multiple challenges-causing. It's even linked to depression, to mental health. And in two and a half years since being vegan, knock on wood, I haven't had a migraine headache and I challenged, I had migraines my whole life. I've heard that before. My whole life. And my cousins out there, you know who you are, my aunt, my first cousins, you get migraines. I'm telling you, go vegan, your headaches will go away. I haven't had a headache in two and a half years, a migraine, like I yep. used to. So what kind of research did you do to go vegan? Like Me what? personally? Yeah. Um, so it's not easy. Uh, I know. The internet is really <laughs> deceiving because without getting too political and technical, all the first searches that come up are all paid for by the meat industry. You got to you got to research like seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve pages in before you start seeing some real truths. You got to well, study. Who are some of the people that you found, or who are some of the channels that you found? Well, that, that all, all the doctors that were in the movie What the Health, all the doctors that were in the movie Forks Over Knives, mm -hmm. uh, Cowspiracy, um, the China Study. I can't remember all their names, but if mm -hmm. you if you Google all these things, the China Study, Forks Over Knives, their doctor's names will come up. Um, I am, I'm what you considered whole food, plant based, no oil, lifestyle. Wow. I cook with no oil at all because um, oil is so horrible for us. What do you cook with? Uh, uh, water. E even water. coconut water. oil. You're saying it's terrible for us, my friend. Um, if you know anyone who's older has ever had a stint. Mm -hmm. Do you know why? What they're doing? You know what they're trying all, to clear up? Just, the, just what they're trying to clear up. All the lard and the fat. Yeah, where does that come from? Yeah. The food. yeah. Okay, you won't get that from eating vegetables, right. and potatoes, and rice. Well, so aren't some vegetables or so aren't some vegetables heavy in oil? Um, they're enough to consume where it's healthy for you. Think okay. of olive oil. How many olives does it take to make a jar of olive oil? I have no idea. No clue. Thousands of them, right? Does Just, it really? I mean, I mean, think about think about the logic behind that. Yeah. Do you eat that many in one sitting? 
to say that it'll be enough to consume to make yourself right. yeah. like no. that. So, no. so, the, so it's, no. it's abnormal to to pour that over food and cook with it and, and consume it. Right. It's too much. Your body's working too hard. Our bodies right now, after we're eating, mm-hmm. right now, yep. right now, your bodies are working right now. What they're yeah. doing is they're detoxing all the junk we've put into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you work out, you burn it off faster, and then people lose weight. It's, you it's can still stay healthy and eat metabolism. bad. Everything yeah. goes through every filter. Yeah. Uh, but, all um, your I, organs I, are filters. I did no physical exercise for two and a half years, and I lost almost 100 pounds by just changing my what I eat. And um, breakdancing. <laughs> only on Tuesdays. <laughs> In Birmingham. Today's the day. In Birmingham. In yeah. Birmingham. Yeah. I told my secret, man. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I will never go back to eat, eat, being a carnivore. Um, and I could be judged. I don't care. But I'm not going to judge anyone else if you're a carnivore. Because, look, for, for so most of you, my what life. What do you mean be judged? What are they going to judge you about? Like, what are they gonna, who, Look, why do you feel like every Hollywood TV show, movie, game show, you name it, sitcom, they make fun of vegans and vegetarians and like, oh, well, guess what? Fuck know. them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, you know, you're right. Because you know what I'm trying to do right now? I'm learning the art of not giving a fuck. There you go. Okay. That's, that's, so when you flip that's the, the best art I've ever. Uh, that's yeah. the best art I've ever. When you learned. flip the roll, you can flip the roll right back. You, you can go. look and point fingers and laugh at the people that yep. are eating those burgers, pounding the steaks. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm gonna lead by example. Yeah. You know. There you I, go. And I don't preach, but no, but friends who f- ask, I do. I'll do talk about it, but yeah. I don't. I don't preach it. No, you, you know. should. No, you don't they, force your they, views yeah. on anybody. Yeah. But no, never. You know. Know. It's okay to, to 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 shoot an opinion to somebody. Sure. You know, a suggestion, but to enforce. I'm I'm sorry to force your ideology. Yeah. And that's the yeah. same with anything, with religion, with your lifestyle, anything. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's rude to push that onto people. Yeah. Exactly. You know, unless go to you're church. open to it. Unless to you're open to it. Yeah. Yeah. My brother taught me that about yeah. five years ago, man. I just, but it's, he's yeah. probably said the best statement. It's stuck in my head. Can't force me to do things. Just yeah. throw your opinion. If I don't listen to it the first time, don't bring it up the second. Yeah. <laughs> talking about, talking about Omar. Yeah. Of what course. up, Omar? It's my boy. Big O. <laughs> Class of 1990, yo. yo big O. <laughs> big O in the house. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um, it was awesome having your brother on too, yeah. um, not too long yeah. ago. So yeah. people know uh, the bull. Well, is, you know, it's funny about the bull, and he told his story about his boxing and all his martial yeah. arts. He used to make me not not ask me. He used to make me film him, you know, with the punching bags and all that. And I was nice. his first punching bag, and that's how I got into photography and filmmaking is because oh. of him. <laughs> I, I caught it. I got an eye for that stuff yeah. at a young age. That's you awesome. Know? That's great. So so that's Wild's his fault. Good man, he's a good yeah. man. Eh, don't tell him that. Too um. late. <laughs> we already did. You got some venues and people in the industry that you want to send some love to. People that are, that gave you the assistance when you needed it most uh, in your career. Oh gosh, man, that list is so long. Who could I think? Few of the, some some of the top you know keys that you had that were. I would say I want to give or a even shout venues. Out. That, I like that, to say, like I would I want to say what up to David Deutsch from Leo Knight Photography. David, uh, Deutsch. I learned a lot of photography Dave. from there. Uh, he's he's been part of the Calvin community, so if you guys yep. need a good photographer, he's your man. Uh, he taught me a lot about photography. I like he's one of my first shout outs. Um, Very nice. Uh, my brother, the bull. You the know, bull. he made me a break dancer at a young age. He pushed me out into the middle of the dance floor and made me little little kid act. You know, break the ice. I mean, thanks. The, you you know? Know, <laughs> they they used to they used to bring the cardboard to yeah. graduation parties oh, yeah. and yeah. perform at oh, graduation yeah. parties. Oh, yeah. I was I was I down that, that lane shit, too. Man. What do you mean? Yeah. Hey, you had you had uh, you were following Turbo and uh, <laughs> yeah, Turbo yeah. and Ozone. Yeah, is what you were following. Yeah. Turbo and Ozone. I can still do all the upper body pop and lock stuff. I, you know, like I, you know, I, I could that. too, <laughs> just partial though. I can only pop and lock one side. <laughs> the left side kind of. You can still do. Hey man, I got I got a partial like little. The energy's still there, my friend. It's still there. Yep, and then just come out with that. No, 
I don't buy that. That energy's still there. You can still flow, man. Yeah. Give me a flow. Give me a flow. Yeah. So you hit that, and then yeah. <laughs> so he broke the wave. He yeah. 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 Well, I'm not, I was never the break dancer. We can still be friends. We can yeah. still be yeah. friends. Awesome. So what does it mean, like, to you to be Chaldean? Like, what do you, what do you, what to does me, that mean to you? Oh man, today it's more special than ever because so much of our history is being lost, man. Uh, oh, another one of my first shout outs. I can't believe I didn't say this from the beginning. My, my pops, God rest oh, his soul. Pops. He wrote a manuscript over 6,000 pages. I'm still trying to translate and put it out there to the Chaldean community. And I'm going to get What's it out it there. What's it written in? It's all written okay. in Arabic about the Chaldean community. In, in Arabic or, or Aramaic? In, in Arabic. Oh, so it's okay. About, about the Chaldean community. Really? It's, pro it's basically a 6,000 page of Proverbs. So if you're Chaldean and can speak Arabic at a college scholar level, please direct message me through one of these guys or find me on Facebook. Please, I, I'm desperate for someone to help me translate these pages because people can translate them, but they ha they're having a hard you, time getting the meaning of them. You can, um, you know? if you really, um, if you needed some help soon, you can go see my friend Nathan Kalashu. Um, he's at there or... or uh, they're ass ass kids, but what it is is they've got people that do that because they deal with. Uh, they even teach some of the Sudeth and aircraft. after the show, I talk to you. Yes, <laughs> for yep. real. This yeah, could they're be. They're part a, of Keys Grace Academy, so that, they're, they're that alone. If I came on this show and that happens, it was worth coming on this oh, show. It's yep, going to happen. This is incredible. Well, we're going to get you someone because for listen, sure. what's happened recently in northern Iraq? It's gotten destroyed. It's mm -hmm. so sad. Guess what? Yeah. Got destroyed with a lot of its history. Yeah. And thank God, my dad documented well, years wow. of it. Years what, of it. What was his documenting process? Village like, stories. Imoni Khamendi Minutuzora. No well, shit. And he talked to the old grandmas back in the 70s. They're all gone wow. now. He's got stories, yeah. you know, like, you, like, you know, and like this Nana, is, tell me this the story. Is, uh, he took one-on-one This is Tel yeah. or... or all of it. He did it in Telkeap. He did it in Detroit. He did it in West Bloomfield. He no did it in Michigan. Shit. He did it at Mother God Church. He was a oh, deacon at church. Huge. So this might be yeah. a, something that's uh, yeah I, uncovered. I, I, I'm sorry, yeah, pops, for not come, starting you know, off with that. But like, do you know so about the cultural on. center in um, Shenandoah? I have heard quite a little. A lot about it. You may want to even try to reach out to somebody. Yeah, we're going to get too. you hooked yeah. up with the right people. And, and my goal is, I'm going to publish this, but not to make money. No. I, I want to yeah. donate all the proceeds. If it, if it can generate money, I want to donate proceeds to all, to help build whatever got destroyed in Iraq. Can you get a you copy know? of it for us? Because we I, have Ambassador. We'll, we'll right we'll, we'll now, put I have in a, touch with the set. Let yeah, him yeah, yeah. I have a digital link. Yeah, I'm saying to you. I have a digital link. If you can get it, because we may want to pass it on to Basel when he's here. You know, because... But, I, but, I, but I'm, I'm, I'm warning everyone right now. A lot of people can speak and write and read Arabic, but when they read my dad's Arabic, it, it's, it's at such a scholarly level. You gotta be They're on the top there. of your There's game. A lot you know? I, I, a, I can't read and write. That's my only so. thing. I can fluently Same, speak. I, wish, it. I, wish I, I could, could speak yeah. Arabic, you know, to the T. But I wish I did too. One of my regrets is not learning it. But then if I say that, someone's gonna say yeah, that you can still learn. Which truly you can. It's just not as easy to absorb when we get this old. You know what I'm saying? Life. But anything's possible. The fact we're alive, like Gary V says, you know, the odds of being human is 400 trillion to one. Yeah. So that means anything we do in life. Is nothing, man, compared to just being alive, yeah. man. Bonus. You know, that's why I say my my words are: live your truth, whatever you do in life. Live your truth. Don't hide behind something. Don't, live, live you know, the truth. Li live your truth. The truth. Your truth is not the truth. The truth is. 
based on live facts. the truth and the facts the are the facts are <laughs> the facts are okay. the game misconstrued <laughs> facts are having a bad year yes okay the facts are having a bad year They're yeah but if you don't have a bad year how can you get good how how can you, you gotta taste appreciate, the bitter to know the sweet yeah. right how can you appreciate greatness if you didn't experience like, failure well, worst fact, the worst, well, facts you know? aren't humans yeah. facts are should be black and white yeah. sure facts, facts yeah. should be the fact yeah. Like the but fact anyway, that that one so guy committed suicide, right? what does it mean to you to be right? Chaldean? <laughs> to me, being Chaldean, I, 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 a proud, it's, it gives me pride mm -hmm. knowing that our culture goes so far back. Yeah. Our language goes so far back. Ancient Aramaic, you know, Surath, you know, being Telkipnaya. You know, I, I get chills thinking about it. Yeah, I, I feel my dad's spirit, like, please pass on the culture. And, and in yes. one of his writings, I find I translated stuff from some of the first few pages and some guy from Cairo, and a shout out to my friend Marcy, who hooked me up with some people from Cairo who translated the first few pages of my dad's book. And basically it said, please, to, my, to the next generation, share this. And wow. I felt, oh, crap. After it's I heard it. that, I got, I'm like, oh, Pops. I got this, Baba, Pops. I got I, I have this. to. I have yeah. to. So. Time to step your game Woo, up, yeah. Mr. Iraqi. I feel his energy in the room That's right awesome. now. <laughs> yeah, so um, pride, yeah, good. I guess, is my answer yeah, to your nice. question. What does it mean to be killing? Like, it, it gives me pride. Yeah. And for many years growing up, I was a little bit ashamed. And then after 9-11, I was kind of like a closet Chaldean. Yeah. Um, but I'm out. Hello. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Made it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, pride. I'd say um, That's nice. proud to be a Chaldean. Um, and, and, and we, we, I know it's tough, but we need to keep our language alive, man. Um, it's tough because some of it's already lost. Course, so that's yeah. why it's so important for me to get this book translated. Um, you know, I posted something about that yeah. a few weeks ago. I said the saddest thing with this new yeah. generation is I read that I yeah. can't speak Sudath to them. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Well, if you do, it's something special because you know what? It's magical. It's so old. It's so old of a language it's it's almost like you're casting a spell speaking it i'm i'm i'm, I'm telling you i don't mean i'll be all weird and spiritual but this goes back farther than religion our, our language it's so ancient that yeah. it's, it's, sure. it's almost magical so sure. if you can speak it you have something special i, I really i really believe it you know but a shout and out if you, to, and if you don't uh, yeah. speak it you can learn it exactly shout out to who the world, the world all of us you know we're in, in, in no more decisiveness you know i don't care if you're left right let's we the, the thing it was awesome about right. America. He's Anthony. Yeah. You're Nebraska. I'm Junior. Yeah. What's, what I that's love about we America are. is we're all winning because guess what? We're all American. We're that's all what I'm winning. saying. You know? That's that's so the let's common not thing. Let's not forget that. No. And then going you know? back to your Gary V analogy, yes. we're, we're all winners because we've won the 400 trillion to one yes, lottery. Yes, isn't that amazing? We've all won the 400 trillion to one lottery. You know, what if your parents weren't there that night doing yeah. whatever they did that night? Yeah. You wouldn't be here right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got any um, good messages? Any something you can uh, give the youth? Something positive that you can, whether it be your experiences or experiences they may want to face. At I some would point. say cherish your family, have patience. If you're not sure what you want to do in your life, it's okay. Take your time. Uh, don't listen to even the ones you love the most. If it doesn't make you feel happy 100% inside, it's not worth it. Right. I appreciate that. That's that. my message. Amen. Patience is great. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And to the parents out there, don't put your dreams onto your kids and your fears onto your kids. Let them live their life. Yeah. You know, that's one thing that 
it annoys me sometimes. Well, you, I mean, what you did you was know? very unconventional, picking yeah. up and sure. moving out to Hollywood. Late 90s. Yeah. But if anybody did, they'd always be in yeah. San Diego or yeah, some right. parts of like Phoenix oh, or wherever, but job. not. That, that was a tough great. conversation with my parents, considering <laughs> how our culture is, you know. Even though yeah. I was legally of age, my friends were like, dude, you're, what do you mean? They, you're over 18. Like, you don't understand my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might have not ended with a conversation. It might have had a nod to fly your way, yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? But yeah. you, you at least brought it up to them. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. No problem. Thank you for having me. Spent. Yeah. I hope we didn't forget to mention anything, plug anything. Um, my website is nebras 21com Okay. Um, Any Instagram or Facebook handles? Facebook, Nebras Joseph Abood. Instagram, Nebras Joseph Abood. Uh, Instagram, I think I'm Nibsism, N I B. Nibsism. Nibsism. I got to figure out how to spell that myself. <laughs> um, but it's easily found online. Okay. Um, I got a new TikTok. If you can figure out TikTok, Nebras Joseph Abood. Um, I got Snapchat, Nebras, Joseph Abood. All right. A lot of Nebras, <laughs> Joseph Just Abood. Google my name, and I got a lot of content will come up. It should connect me to all my social media stuff. I would love to have you guys awesome. follow me. Um, that would be awesome. Uh, I'll follow you. Cool. Just, uh, I'll do. You know. I know I follow you already. Don't call the yeah. police. Yeah, don't follow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll follow you. Don't call the police. I got agents following me. <laughs> yeah. Not that kind of agent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks, man. Cool. I really appreciate Thank it. You. Yeah. Awesome I, I wish you guys buddy. the best of the show, man. I, I, w- I wish you much success, and, and hopefully this will be the one that goes viral, guys. Share, 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 mother share, bitches. Share, share. <laughs> yes. Right now. Right now. <laughs> thanks, boy. All right, thanks, man. Awesome no having thanks. you. Thanks. We'll see you later.